You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Our next guest is brought to us by Australian Made. It's important to buy Australian right now. Look for the logo and be sure it's Aussie. Sports Day SA. On Cruise 1323 and 1629 SENSA. From SENWA, it's Scott Cummings. How are you, my friend? Good morning, boys. Good morning. Good morning. morning. Afternoon. afternoon <laughs> Evening, <Yeah>. even. <laughs> so I'm, used to, I'm used to these early mornings that got me all messed up the other day, doing breakfast radio. It's changed my life, so a hell of a lot. But good afternoon, fellas. Uh, so how is that going? Let me ask you about that first. How are you enjoying uh, breakfast radio in WA? Well, once I'm up, it's uh, good. The alarm goes <laughs> off at uh, 430 Um it's so, as I said, it's changed the lifestyle. But I used to get home at four thirty, and now I'm getting up at four thirty and uh, and going to work. So, uh, but no, it's okay. But it's like, uh, and as you get older as well, like all old people, like all old people say, morning. It's a beautiful time of day. Yeah, yeah, that's still, that's, that every morning. that's still night at four thirty. Um, well, let's go to <laughs> let's go to the practice game yesterday. Um, what were your initial thoughts on the free OV port game? Well, I'm not, I don't, I'm not a big one on um, pre-season games or what, not even called scratch matches now, match simulation with 27 periods in it and uh, that sort of thing. So I'm not massive, I'm not massive on it as a commentator or a player. I wasn't big on it then either. But uh, um, look, Frio showed a lot more. And this, the last one, the last practice match, we'll call it a practice match, um, which these clubs having now, is probably the closest they'll get to their, their best team and the way they want it to look. Uh, and Freo's looked okay. I think they're going to have a, another really, really good year. They've recruited, obviously, very well. Luke Jackson obviously didn't play yesterday, but uh, he's going to be a, a huge inclusion for them. You know, I know he wants to play in the ruck and, and up the ground a bit, but I, I seriously believe he could be a, a really, really good forward. Even though he doesn't really want to be, but um, they'll be a bit more potent up forward this year. I know they lost their leading goal kicker, Rory Lobb. I don't think that's a loss at all. Um, and I keep saying he had the best season of all time. He kicked 36 goals, for goodness sake. Um, you can replace that, and I think they have. Matt Fife will go forward, and it seems to me now he's really got his head around the fact that he's a forward now, no longer the, the key midfielder. Um, he had eight score involvements yesterday, and uh, kicked three all in uh, general plays. His set shot kicking is a bit of a concern, but we'll see how that pans out for him. But Look, Fremantle are going to be... I think they're going to be good again. Port Adelaide were... Uh, well, they, they had enough of the footy. They had more inside 50s than, than Freo quite comfortably, but um, just couldn't get the score on the board. I think they both teams kicked 14 points, so they're still a little bit rusty. But um, Port's list is... I think it's exceptional. And I, I think Port and Freo are both really big chances on top four finishes this year. Um, there's a lot of texts on our... Uh, uh, on our text line this morning about Charlie Dixon and um, how he was struggling. But I said, well, just take it easy on the big man. And I'm a, I'm a fan of Charlie Dixon. I just want to see him rip a game apart, which he doesn't do enough. You know, a bloke that big, I'd be leaving 
deep in the old like old border and old school deep in the forward line because one on one he shouldn't be beaten you know, with the rules, chop of the arse, push of the back. He shouldn't ever be beaten. But um, if he can stay down there and, and start clunking a couple, kicking kicking straight, then I think that's the last piece of Port Adelaide's puzzle. I'm a big Todd Marshall fan as well. But I think both sides are going to have uh, really, really good years that uh, both supporter bases will be really happy with. Yeah, absolutely agree with you there, Scotty. Um, we'll just touch on Fremantle and, and their forward line. We know last year their defence was fantastic. Their midfield was very strong. They did struggle to kick a score. I mean, you mentioned you saw Nat Fife yeah. up there. Schultz having four shots on goal. You saw um, the likes of Tracy and Sturt kicking a couple each, Tabiner a couple each. These new avenues to goal, do you think that's that missing piece for them to, to be a real contender this year? Yeah, bang on the money. Absolutely bang on the money. That is that's the, the one thing that they were they were struggling with. The back half is really, really solid. Their midfield is elite and, and only going to get better with Brayshaw and Sarong. Brody was sensational again um, yesterday, but their four line was it was ugly last year and it just didn't gel and they couldn't hit those scores. He's spot on the money there. I think this year they're gonna they'll spread it out a bit. The only issue is Tabano can't play a full season. He gets injured every year uh, and misses chunks of the season. Matt Smythe has played 30, I think, six games in three years. Can he hold up? Maybe he can hold up behind the forward line without the bashing crash of the midfield. We'll wait and see. Um, Josh Tracy is the one. Josh Tracy is the one that we've been pushing all summer because I think he can play, but he just hasn't worked at all. And the coaches were frustrated with, with him um, that he just didn't have that work ethic. He didn't know what, it needed, what needed to be done to be an AFL player. But I think he's got that now. Whether he stays in when Jackson comes back, because Tracy played the, the rough forward role, I think Luke Jackson will come in and do that and share that with Sean Darcy. But they've just got more avenues. I'm a big fan of Lockie Schultz. I think I think he's a beauty. Uh, Switkowski when he when he goes down there as well. Frederick when he goes down there. So they've got lots of options now, which is going to make them pretty unpredictable. And it's going to have to be a pretty good back half or a back line of the opposition to stop all six at once. Um, so I think this year, I, I think you'll find probably three or four guys maybe kicking that 25 to 35 goals. And that all of a sudden puts them in a different position than they were last year without the ability to kick scores. And you have a look at the the last grand, or, you know, the last premiers of the last probably five or six years. They've all been attacking sides. They've all been playing fast, hard footy. They can put a score on the board. I missed that last year. I think they'll find it this year. I want to ask you about Sean Darcy. Uh, I was impressed with him last year, but... Uh, He's a pretty important player. Freo are going to go uh, play finals footy and even get into the top four. I think a lot hinges on the form of Sean Darcy. Yeah, yeah, good call. Uh, best and fairest. I think he won the Doig medal last year. I think he, I think that's right. I mean, not bad effort too when he bloke runs around with half a mattress strapped to his knee every week. So <laughs> that, can't, that can't be easy, but uh, he's a typical ruckman too. If you ever listen to him, he doesn't sound very bright, but that's just what Ruckman do. You know, that's how they are, most of them. So, uh, uh, But he's a, he's a hell of a player. And he'll only get better, too, with the chop out that Luke Jackson will give him. Because Jackson will play um, a fair amount of time in the middle of the ground and, and, and on the ball. Um, so Darcy can go forward. And as we've seen in the past, he can go forward and take a mark. And again, another man the size of him, if you play him properly and uh, you know get that ball to you know, hot spot, uh, where he's going to be if everyone's let out and leave him one on one, even two on one, he's hard to stop. You know, you can't, you can't, you know, nudge him under the ball now or push him under the ball. You can't chop their arms. So if he gets from position, learns that craft really well, then he could be again. He could be, a, you know, almost a goal a game, Ruckman, which would be huge for Freo. So, yeah, a big fan, and um, 
he'll, he'll still be number one, one Rock, he'll, he'll lead the way, but um, the chop out from Jackson will be really beneficial for him too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I want to get your thoughts on, on Alex Pierce. He's He's been named skipper this year. He's probably been the centrepiece of, of their back line, which has been so solid for the last yeah. couple of years. I think over in, in SA and in Victoria as well, he's a bit unheralded. Um, if he was a, if playing for a Victorian club, I think his name would be put up in lights a lot more. Do you think, do you think the hype around him is, is big in WA? And, and do you think the, the, the skipper there is warranted? Yeah, you know, you're right. Um, you're right. He's probably like a, a Brad Shepherd from West Coast. He retired a few years ago. Now, if Brad Shepherd walked down Rundle Mall, no, I don't think anyone would know who he was, but I reckon he was the only magnet left on Adam Simpson's board for his and John Worsall's board for his entire career. Um, Alex Pierce is probably the same, as you, as you said, in Adelaide, in, in, in Victoria, um, and those other states that pretend they know about footy. Uh, but, um, you know, I think... You know, he's a star. He was. I'm glad they picked him captain. Last year, he played, I think, he got 20 games out, which was the most he's played in a season for a long time. So we're hoping that those injury concerns are, are behind him, and he's got the he's got the rig all sorted and, and, and ready to go. He had a little slight um, hamstring scare. I think they call it a awareness now. <laughs> They're aware they've got hamstrings. Um, <laughs> shit, they don't do much for the intelligence of football reputation. I tell you right now, sometimes, but. Um, yeah, but he, he played yesterday, obviously, and is really and the boys the boys love him. I think he's a great choice for captain because it gives Brayshaw sure, and Sarong that that opportunity to, to keep developing underneath him, doing all the off field uh, chores that are involved with being the skipper. But uh, uh, really, really strong play, really beaten. But um, he also gets a lot of help from the likes of you know Luke Ryan and, and Brennan Cox and those three tools down there. And Ryan can play tall or small, but those three tools down there, it's are really, really good. And, and as I said early on, their back six was solid as last year. So Alex Pierce, yeah, an absolute ripper. A little bit of Aquaman about him, if you have a look. The next time you have a look, he looks like Aquaman. Don't mind you know, that. Yeah, <laughs> I, well, I wouldn't mind looking like that either. <laughs> Jason Momoa about yeah. him. Yeah. No, he, he's, a, he's a star and, uh, and a great choice for captain. He'll lead the boys really, 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 really well. Normally, pre-season games, practice games, we don't take a lot of notice of teams' form. But... There were some concerning signs with Port Adelaide last night. Do you think that's an issue and a worry for Ken Hinckley? No, no, I wouldn't be too concerned at all. It was, um, you know, did they, did they stay in Perth for the week? I think they all yeah, stayed. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they're heading home now, I think. Yeah. Um, probably a long week for them, and um, I wouldn't be too concerned at all. As I said, I think they've got a, a really good list. They recruited really, really well. Uh, Horn Francis, probably the, one of the most intriguing players in the competition this year to watch. We'll and see what he can do. We've got to remember he's still just a young bloke. I'm not sure there's been any more pressure on a number one pick than probably Jack Watts. Um, when you look back all that time, the pressure that he was under, Horn Francis the same. These things happen. Junior Rioli's a great pickup. Um, you know, Fantasia looks like he's fit and will, you know, play a bit of footy again this year. So they've and, and then you have Rosie and Butters. They just—they've got a really good mix across the the entire paddock. Their back half maybe a little bit susceptible, but uh, I wouldn't be too concerned about what happened at um, Fremantle Community Bank Arena on a Thursday afternoon in early March. So Port supporters, rest assured, I think you're going to have a lot to cheer for this year. Do you think? Do you think, Scotty, with, with them and and their forward line this year? Obviously, Rosie is going to play more through the midfield. Um, but is going to go more through the midfield. The likes of Fantasia, Dixon, haven't really been able to get on the park the last 
12 to 24 yeah. months, and then Geordie Artis, Marshall, still young coming through. Do you think if they see a couple of injuries, they might struggle to kick a, a score, or do you think they'll, they'll be covered in that area? Oh, well, that, that, there's your issue. You do, you do need a, a lot of luck to go your way in a footy season. There's no doubt about that. But Marshall's been, from memory, fairly resilient to injury, I reckon. Um, George Artis, the same. Fantasia, let's just hope that he is up and about because he brings a little bit of an X-factor uh, to the side. Port supporters would love him. He's a sort of player, and every team's got one. He's that sort of player that the, the, the team that you play for love you, supporters love you, and everyone else who doesn't bear for you wants to see your teeth kicked in. Uh, that's the sort of player Rafael Fantasia is. <laughs> I reckon, yeah, look, if, if they stay fit, they'll be fine. I, you guys would know the depth of their list better than me, but uh, when you're looking at it on paper, Dixon, he, he needs to have, I and mean, it sounds funny because he's been in the system for so long, he needs to have a breakout year. Otherwise, he's probably going to be one of those guys that finishes a career unfulfilled, um, or maybe we're overrating the potential of the talent that I see that he has. Um, I, I think he'll be so much better than he is, and, then, and that's, I know it's very hard to say we're going to base our whole game plan around one person, but I think they need to play him deeper, need to play him smarter, and he could have a huge impact. But um, yeah, look, I think I think Port Adelaide will be fine, all barring a wretched run with injuries. So I think they'll be uh, they'll be fine, and, and the way they play and the way they move that ball, you know, quickly through the middle, they'll be dangerous. I think they'll kick enough goals to um, to hurt a couple of uh, you know a few teams. Chatting with Scott Cummings over in the West. I just before we let you go, I just want to ask you about the West Coast and whether you believe how big the bounce back will be this year because they had a horrible time in the last probably couple of years with COVID and injury and you know, Adam Simpson not even knowing some of the players are going to play for him on a Saturday. But uh, <laughs> yeah. what, how, do you, how do you think the West Coast will go this season? Uh, one of the most least courageous things you can say in the media is West Coast will improve in 2023. <laughs> uh, so I've, had, I've had no doubt they will. As, as you said, that, there were reasons, not excuses, but there were reasons for their season. It was absolutely torn on its head. And, and you can say that every team has been through it, but because the WA government decided to do what they did during COVID and, and basically just delay the inevitable... Uh, means that West Coast copped it. Well, Prio copped it a little bit too, but then West Coast copped it in a big way early season. Then they lost some key players for the entire season. Oscar Allen out for the entire season. Dom Sheed missed, oh, I think, played one game. Elliot Yeo missed huge chunks of footy. Nick Nat missed huge chunks of footy. Now, they've got players coming into that side. Oscar Allen's going to be a, going to be a star. And without, um, you know, he'll be the main man now, obviously, Jack Darling will, will get up at some stage. He's got a bit of an ankle at the moment, but he'll get up probably around two or three. Um, they'll improve. There's no doubt about that whatsoever. And I've got them, I've got them probably sitting, and, and this is all on paper, because as I said, I don't really look at pre-season form too much. But with the players coming through, they've drafted really, really well. And they've got some first-year picks from you know, October last year that are really gunning for you know, round one. We're talking room and Gimby's going to be a beauty. Elijah Hewitt's probably... A little way off, um, but going to be a star. Campbell Chesser, who didn't play a game last year, was their first pick the year before. He's um, looking pretty fresh and, and, and going strong as well. So they've got these players that are coming in the side that have missed an entire year of footy, but are now fresh and, and ready to go. I've got them sitting probably 8 to 12. Um, I think they're half a chance uh, to, to make the 8 if that team stays on the path. The only concern I have with West Coast has been a long, it's been a long-held concern, barring 
2018 is they had just too many players that if it wasn't going their way, would just turn their toes up. And that's, that's a massive insult. And Troy, if I said that to, to you and your plan, you'd be you, you, you'd tell me that where to go because that's a oh, huge absolutely. insult. But that, that's yeah, well, that, but that's that's what I saw. If it, like I said, if it wasn't perfect, they had no one that could flip a game on its head. And and that last year has made them really hungry. And they seem like a a different group of boys at the moment. Word is that I'm hearing out of that club is that they're they're so tight. Um, and I, I talked to one of the draftees' uh, fathers only last week. I, I ran into him and had a chat, and and he's come back home saying, "I can't believe how good all these guys want me to be. Every one of my teammates wants me to be amazing. Wants me to be awesome. Wants me to be the best I can possibly be. And that that's great signs, isn't it? That your footy club's like that, and everyone." from the first-year draftees up until the 30, 32-year-olds are trying to be the absolute best they can be. So I reckon there's a change in mentality amongst that list now after a, a pretty embarrassing year, and I reckon they'll be OK. I, I, I seriously think they'll be OK. It's been a great chat, Scotty. I really appreciate you coming on and uh, having a chat with us on the summer edition of Sports ASA. And before we let you go, Wednesday, South Australia played WA in the Marsh Cup final, so worst of luck. Yeah, bad luck. Bad luck for you guys. Uh, just be another, just be another one. We'll tick off uh, on the WA cricket list. Yeah, yeah, you're cutting, out, you're cutting out, Scott. You're cutting out. Sorry, mate. You're cutting out. Thanks, yeah, mate. Point. Really appreciate it. Very hot. It's very hot over here. I must go and uh, keep hydrated. So uh, back to where I was before. All the best, boys. Cheers, Thanks, mate. Scotty Cummins from SENWA. Uh, great chat. Cheers. He's good to talk to. He is, isn't he? One of the best. Yeah, I think he's having a good uh, Friday afternoon as well. Um, mate, thanks for coming in and filling in. It's been a, it's been a great, uh, great to have you back in the studio. Done a couple of shows across the summer, yep. um, filling in for your useless brother. Yeah, yeah, someone's got to do it. <laughs> Best of luck with your recovery as well. Hope uh, we see you back on the field very, very soon. Thanks, mate. Hopefully, it is very soon. And a day where the Aussies smash the Indians in India. They win by nine wickets. Travis Head, the hero, getting us across the line. 49 not out. Uh, This has been the summer edition of Sports ASA.